Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, part of the 88 Cup Car, the 7 Xfinity, and the 29 truck. Are you a rapper? I've been saying it for like a month now, I'm not going to quit. Brett Griffin, spotter for Clint Boyer and Elliot Sadler and Myatt Snyder. (laughs) I don't think my other deal's been announced yet, I'm picking up a new guy. Oh, who? Who He's kind of a big deal. Donut Boy. He's a legacy guy, he's going to be a big deal. I can't tell you. No, it's not Donut Boy. That's Kevin's guy. That's Hamlin's guy. Uh, thanks to One Man for bringing us to you guys and our lovely co-host. Hey, guys. It's KB, and we're here in the Exalta Studios. Exalta. We're kicking it. Yep. Kicking it. We're coming off an off weekend. What'd you guys do? Slept? I uh, went to a wedding, obviously. I saw you there. We were at a wedding, <clears throat> not to each other. My um, roommate. fun? It was good. Yeah. It was awesome, actually. It was the guy that I roomed with for like four years now, so he's kind of like... Uh, my roommate, I guess, in a sense. So I spend more weekends with him than I do yeah. <laughs> anyone else throughout the year. But uh, he's Dale's interiors guy. And he's yeah, one of my best friends. Adam Jordan. Years. Yeah, That's he's cool. awesome. Really good dude. The wedding was really nice. He was excited. She was excited, and everything went great. I so. hope they're excited. Cause they're, not ex- <laughs> they're not excited now. Just wait till she cuts her hair and gains <laughs> yeah. fifteen pounds. They'll both be really excited. Uh, they do CrossFit, so I don't think that. Oh, happen. it'll happen. <laughs> she did eat the cake. That's where it she starts. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it was so. great. Weddings. So. <clears throat> By you, Josh. Uh, I just you hung out here. Yeah, you saw the little girl, little little boy, right? Little girl. Little Where girl. were you at in Denver? Um, uh, near Westport. Your folks live over there. No, my cousins do. Oh, that's cool. You I went all the way there. to Denver, not yeah. Colorado, North Carolina, <laughs> North Kakalaki. I went nice. on the lake Saturday. It was gorgeous. You must have used suntan lotion because yeah. you don't look I red. sat under the uh, canopy thing. Oh, I thought you were going to say you sat next to Mike Harmon. <laughs> no, no. We we rode to the to the what's that place? Port City. Mm-hmm. A really good good lunch, and then oh yeah, right on exit twenty eight. Right. Came home. I cooked fajitas, and then we went and played golf at ten o'clock at night. Blue ball. <laughs> where, yeah, where do you play golf? Golden tee. <laughs> we played eighteen <laughs> holes. We started at ten, and we finished around one in the morning. Do you have a headlamp? Uh, no, it was dark. How'd you find the ball? Did was uh, the, Were they not glow balls? I don't even think we took our clubs. <laughs> oh, I gotcha. Okay. It's me, my nephew, Troy. He came from Greenville. One of my best friends, Sean. We uh, we had a little golf cart midnight run. It was fun. At least that has lights, right? You yeah. Didn't, like run over. Golf yeah. cart's late at night. That's golf cart not has a good idea. suspension issues now. And but I'm sure you were sober. 
took completely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Cart Pass. Oh, gosh. You know? I had those little Beats Pill thing. It's yeah. destroyed. I kept slinging it off the golf cart. It's killed. Isn't there a noise ordinance where you live? No, not at midnight. <laughs> you remember that time Jimmy? Remember that time Jimmy Johnson rode the top of a golf cart? Yeah, he didn't do too well. He broke his He broke, his broke his something. Arm. Yeah, broke something. The good old days. Good old yeah. days. I had to cook for 20 people yesterday, and I felt great. It was What'd you cook? Did you eat? I did, a, I did a burger bar. Oh. Burger bar. Yeah. You yeah. fancy. Yeah, we did like pimento cheeses, and we did like banana peppers and mushrooms and just like all build these. Build your own? Cran raisins. Yeah, pretty much build your own. The only thing I didn't do was fried eggs that I would have preferred, but it was too many people. A fried egg on a burger is actually really I good. I love it. Dude. Yeah, oh. I agree. But I couldn't do it. It was just too many people. Yeah. I should have just done one for me. You're quite the host. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So you basically cooked Bad Daddies in your kitchen? I did. I was just going to say that. It's like the build your own burger at Bad yeah, Daddies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I can mm. actually eat the food there. Yeah. It was One fun. of the only places you <laughs> can ever go. <laughs> it was good. Real good. So we're headed into Bristol. Yeah. We leave Friday morning. We're flying this year. <clears throat> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, a 15-minute flight? 12-minute flight to Bristol? <laughs> it is. It's like a eight, almost 20 minutes at most, but it's um, my idea, I don't even think it's that long. Yeah, but uh, and the sketch was a little weird. It starts late this weekend. Normally we're on the roof at early Friday morning. We're not up there that early. I think I think flying to the day race is kind of crazy, just because it's such an easy drive. I think the good news for the for you guys though is they're calling for rain. So if it does rain and we're there half the night, you won't care because it'll be a quick fly home. Yep. You know, we're already making those rain contingency plans. So yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. Yes, I'm calming down. Okay. Calm, calm the hell yourself. down. Calm down. Yeah, calm yourself. But it's fun, man. Yeah. I love Bristol. That's our last off weekend. We get one more between now and, and uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, We're that's in, it. We get one. You know what I don't understand about this whole off weekend thing? Pretty much we're a bunch of guys, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I realize there are females in our right. sport, but I'd say we're 90% male. Fair? Fair. Fair. Okay. So we travel a lot, right? Okay. So let's do zero off weekends when our kids are out of school. What idiot planned that? Someone without kids? Mm. I mean, how can you go mm. no off weekends during summer vacation? How long is summer vacation? Ten weeks? Nine weeks? Yeah. Couldn't we schedule one then? Middle of August. summer or something. I mean, I had spring break, luckily. We start our next off weekends August, and my kids will be back in school for two weeks. I'm sure TJ's yeah. will, too. Yeah. Hey, I mean, luckily, we got a little bit of the spring break deal there, so we either get the front of it or the back of it, which is yeah. Okay, but it was nice to have the last week with Madeline. Like, yeah, it was nice to have her at home. But like you're, like you said, middle of summer when you want to do something with them. Nope. Sorry, so you guys, guys. Will you go on any like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday vacations? <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to. That's to only yeah. Most of the time when you do that, you take the family or something, and you go early to a race. Or like Daytona, I used to go early to Daytona. Yeah. I used to leave. Actually, we used to race Kentucky before Daytona. Yeah. I would race Kentucky Saturday night. They would drive down to Daytona on Friday night, to go halfway, stop halfway, and then get there Saturday. I would get there Sunday commercially. I would fly down Sunday on a commercial flight and be there until we had to be at the racetrack on Thursday or Friday. So, yeah, you got to plan those things, man. That's so all this is got. the yeah. most rested I'm going to see you guys until the next off weekend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Good chance. Mm-hmm. Special edition show. We Special got edition no, show. We're going to no do race. things a little bit differently since we just came off the off weekend. Yeah. We're going to start with some Ask DBC. And we are going to do fast lane, and then we're going to go into some Did more. Did you have a K TBC. on that, or was that just a? What? What did I say? Ask TBC. <laughs> ask <laughs> sound like ask you DBC. Sound like you said ask DBC. Ask. I was slurring my yeah, words. Ask somebody. <laughs> All Spe- right. Speaking of kids, TJ. Yeah, you know, uh, 
yours is right here next to us, so yeah, uh, yeah. we may as well. Most people know, but we uh, probably not the millions you're getting ready. To the tell. millions. Worldwide. Well, a lot of a lot of the uh, close friends know. In early August, we shall be expecting. Woo-hoo! So it's hockey season, and TJ pulled the goalie. <laughs> yeah, we were down a goal, and I had to get up. You know, I had to. <laughs> I had to catch up, Gee. so we shall have he scored. a uh, yep. <laughs> Needless to say, that did the trick. Yeah, and uh, so in early August we shall be expecting another another female presence in the house. That's good. so good, so uh, much estrogen. The estrogen you. levels are at yeah. ten years so from now. I'm the guy that everyone said he shouldn't have a kid. Now I'm gonna have two. Yeah, so <laughs> that's gonna be a handful. Yeah, um, but if she's anything like Mads. You'll Madeline's awesome. So her thing now is making her bed before she even comes out of her room every night, every morning. She gets up and makes her bed every day. Yeah. And like I'm. Chevy, do you do that? No. No, Chevy <laughs> doesn't do that. I mean, she tucks it in the sides too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if anything, Madeline's very polite, very, uh, very well-mannered. She'd be a great um, big sister. She's yeah. So and luckily there's going to be about a seven-year gap. So that'll – I'm talking her into the diaper changing stuff slowly but surely. Speaking from personal kind of experience with my older sister and older brother, you know, the second kid is a hellion. So oh, I can see so, that. so good luck. Because yeah. you're more you're more I mean, with the first kid, like they're sleeping and you go in there at night and you're like, Oh, this little thing ain't breathing and you touch it and it's and it's like, damn, yeah. I just woke this kid up. Second kid, like its head's hanging out of the car seat, it's floundering <laughs> around. Yeah. You're like, Oh, it's fine. It's just keep going, honey. We're fine. Let's the first one you're nervous. Purple. You're yeah. nervous about everything, you, you don't know, and scared then scared to death. Yeah. Second one you're just like, Ah, oh, no, that it'll be fine. Yeah. Get up, brush it off. Yeah. Rub some dirt on it. All I'm gonna yeah. tell you is the only advice I'm gonna tell you is your second kid, you can still play man-to-man defense. When you have that third kid, you got to start running zone. zone. And it gets really complicated. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's the biggest thing. And the breakfast table only holds four people. So that fifth person, man, new furniture. Yeah. So be careful. We're, we're gonna. I'm gonna make sure she's that she's extremely careful. fertile right after birth. No, that's not happening. So <laughs> we are gonna go Put the ahead goalie and, back. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna weld the goalie in the net. <laughs> The goalie's oh never God. leaving the net from here That's on right. out. Oh, That's probably playoff hockey. Yeah. No, we're gonna be do- we're gonna be doing playoff doubles volleyball from now. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's exciting. I'm looking that's forward awesome. to it. That's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Due in August? August. Early August. August twenty fifth, Joey's birthday, so maybe I think That's uh, my mama's birthday. Is it? Wow. Oh, that's Keely's oh, way birthday. To go, Dad. November eighteenth is Joey's <laughs> birthday. I have their Oh, my, oh, my. I'm November 30th. You consulted your tattoo before know, you spoke. I, know, I can't keep up. So, you know, didn't, uh, didn't Caitlin Vincy just announce hers as early yep. August as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. that had been rumored around the garage a little bit. and We were all kind of curious, but it's glad. Happy for her. She looks great. She's yeah. feeling good. Um, I've known for a little bit, but, yeah, she's – Yeah. They're so happy, and she's so excited, and Fox is happy for her, too. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very Should cool. be good. Let's kick this. At Greg Goose F one fifty S, what's the one track you would like to bring back from the past? Nice name. I feel like we do this one a lot, like because you guys love talking about uh, yeah Wilkesboro, yeah Rockingham, Wilkesboro are probably the two highest bidders right there. Yeah, I love Myrtle Beach, man. It's such a great market. I mean, if we could include them short, short tracks, like yeah. Wilkesboro is a short track, but let's get Myrtle Beach and South Boston are real short tracks. Doesn't Myrtle Beach still do the uh, school bus racing or whatever? Oh, probably. Gosh. I actually have my name on the side of one of those one time they at Charlotte. They just ran a big late model race down there, a big modified race. They still yeah. race, just for some reason, and I mean, we've talked about this before, the tracks can't afford the sanctioning fees to put these guys here. They they asked the trucks, um, not trucks, where are we at a few weeks ago? 
and they said, hey, why, I'm Martinsville. Uh, they said <clears throat> to the president of the racetrack, why does Xfinity not run here? And he said, well, the trucks and the Xfinity, you know, rights are, are so much more expensive for Xfinity. I'm going to get about the same crowd for trucks as I am Xfinity. It's not worth it. So, I mean, I think it just goes back to it's, it's a real shame that these do they not realize got run out of business. Do know? they not realize that people like that type of racing? Love that type of like, racing. That's where it started. Yeah. So, and it, I mean, you you could tell me we're going to run eight short tracks next year. You know what I would do? High five everybody. Everybody. I would be so happy. It would be awesome. Not it, that I don't like mile and a half. We, we cram them all together. You know, we, we just ran Martinsville. We're getting ready yeah. to run Bristol. We're getting ready to run Richmond. Like, we cram them together. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's cool from a promotional standpoint. But as to TJ's point, they're so much more exciting. When Always. you go back to that run a mile and a half, so I mean, like after three of them, you're like, oh, no. You know what's exciting about them is guys like the short track guys, like Rick Corelli, um, Jack Sprague, right. um, Dennis Setzer. Those guys would, would come out. They could take a truck that was a B or C truck and yeah. make it a top truck there. Yeah. And you take out pit crews and stuff and have a halfway break maybe or something and have a race, man. Yeah. 150 last, a little break, on another 150. Yeah. Do it. At AK Easter asks, I would love for TJ to share some stories about oh. old Sterling Marlin. Were you around when he pulled the fender out at the 2002 <laughs> Daytona 500? I wasn't spotting uh, yet. I was racing then still, but um, yeah, Sterling was a really fun guy to work with. Uh, he is the most um, hard to understand guy that I've ever heard on the radio. Hey, Probably. TJ, what are you doing over there, Bo? It was way worse than that. <laughs> so I told him one time, one time we were at Loudon. And we went behind the wall to get a tire sheet, and I had my binoculars on. I was like, hey, Sterling, why don't you check that out on your right when you're going by there? And there was an attractive-looking female or whatever, and uh, he went by, and, like, I didn't know if he heard me or not because about 20 seconds went by, and I'm like, ah, he didn't hear me. He goes like, he goes, oh, she'll make a bulldog bust a log chain. <laughs> How does that even mean? I mean, she's strong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was – Sterling was uh, was really, really fun, Real, super nice guy. Coolest part about that guy, we all back then, we were spoiled. We helicoptered after every race. He was on the back of a golf cart with two Coors Lights. Yeah, every Every week. race. Coors yeah. Light. Coors Light Dodge. Yeah, everywhere. Every every single race, he drank two Coors Lights on the way to help out. He, he still not? races, yeah. Yeah. He still runs late models locally at Nashville Fairgrounds there, but he's a super good guy. If you ever get a chance to meet him, go meet him. Yeah. I think that's the coolest part about our sport. I mean, I literally yesterday, you know, watching sports, I'm like, you can't go meet these guys. And then you all of a sudden you see all of these people on Twitter, a lot of their profile pictures, the ones that don't have eggs, they actually have yeah. their their <clears throat> picture is with a race car driver, you know. And I think that's the coolest part is how accessible our, our guys are because that makes our sport special, period. Yeah, those uh, – long story short, when I lived in New York, my mom worked at Kodak. Yeah. And Sterling drove for Kodak then right before he started, before I moved down to North Carolina. And I had a few Sterling Marlin posters on the wall. Little did I know I'd be working with him eventually. Yeah, that's good. Cool, uh, hey, what do you think? Twitter should make their egg something way more, way worse than that. It should be right, like. so they have to pick. Yeah, like, man, I don't want that. Yeah, like the doo-doo symbol or something. Yeah. <laughs> something. Something, something like a unicorn maybe. I don't know. That way you have to change it. At Zoom underscore Buck underscore 80 asks, should NASCAR consider running more weekday races and more serious to have the possibility of more off weekends? Uh, Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't know what a race during the weeknight would be like, honestly. I don't know. I think looking at other sports, Monday night football, huge. Mm -hmm. Monday night national championship games, 
you're talking NCAA basketball and football, huge. Thursday night, NFL and college, huge. I think there is definitely a need for it. I just don't think we figured out logistically how to pull it off. You know, clearly when you look at the West Coast, I would not do the West Coast for three weeks. I would do the West Coast, you know, run Saturday night, run Wednesday night, run Sunday. Like 10 days, three races, special tickets, boom, 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 boom. We could pull it off. Woof. And give us another off weekend yeah. to Scott's point. So I think it's something to look at. I think that when you, you look at captive audiences, on a Wednesday night, people are either at church or they're home. And at our crowd, I think they tune in for a 730 race on Wednesday night. I think uh, – You can't run it till midnight. You know, it needs to be a 300-miler. But I think I'm all for, are, you know, maybe doing like a Bristol, a Bristol on a Monday night or something, um, uh, you know, the Battle of Bristol on Monday night. Uh, or they or – they Maybe the all-star race weekend. Let's yeah. run around on Monday night, see what right. it goes like. My, you know? my favorite truck race is Eldora, and it's not because uh, – It's not yeah. a Wednesday. It's not, it's not because it's that dirt track. It's because it's Wednesday. I have nothing to do Thursday. Sorry about it. I didn't yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> but, but literally, you can plan your whole year and say, Wednesday night, I know I'm watching the truck race leading into yeah. Indy. So I, I no, think, well, you I think fire up there. your grill. Yeah. You get a couple of your friends over, Absolutely. and you have a reason to hang out on Wednesday night. Yep. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Every time I'm not there spotting it, I'm at home yep. watching it. I, mean, I love it. Yeah. At T-Bay Finn asks, for something different at the All-Star Race, let's run the race with no spotters. Gentlemen, your opinion? T-Bay Finn, you suck. Yeah. What are you trying to like? We'd be obsolete, <laughs> this podcast. Oh, T-Bay. I would rather do something different than that. It's also illegal. Yeah. I did read someone's opinion that said, the also race should just be an open race. Take the get rid of the um get rid of the templates. Get rid of the inspection. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Run what you brung. Hope you brung enough. Can you imagine that. Here's the thing that they don't realize. I mean, here, here's the thing that this guy right here, a girl. I don't know if it's a guy or girl, but Charlotte is actually the reason we have spotters required for all practices and qualifying. We didn't used to. There was an incident involving an involving an ARCA driver where an ARCA car spun. And I'm not going to name names, but 17 seconds later, another ARCA driver drove into the driver's side of that car, and the initial car that spun, the driver was killed. And it was killed. He was he was killed because the other driver did not have a spotter present on on the top of the roof where you could see everything. And, and if that had been the case, there's no way that person loses their life. So people yeah. have to realize, you know, we're there for safety. We're there to keep these guys safe and knock on wood. I think we do a pretty darn good job of it. So just from a safety standpoint, taking spotters away and stock cars is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How do you think that would go now with their such reliance on you guys up there? You know what I mean? They rely on you for every practice. Yeah, honestly, they would. You're not really going to change the racing a whole lot. Those guys, they're going to have a few more rubbing, you know, a little, a few more of that. Guys are going to feel it out more than just come up and stuff. But yeah, honestly, though, it. The few seconds, the it's what Brett's talking about. The few seconds that we can tell them about something earlier saves a life, and it, to me, if it saves one life, it's worth it. TJ tweeted a video a few months ago about a, a, a spotter driver combo that completely looked like an idiot during a wreck, and it looked like the guy didn't have a spotter, or that he was a driver not used to working with a spotter. And and when you see those kinds of things happen, people can get hurt. I think to your question, guys like Kyle Larson, you know, grew up without spotters. I think they adapt quicker, but at the end of the day. TJ's point just said it. If we can give them two seconds notice on a wreck and an incident and it either save their equipment or save them from injury, we've, we've paid our due. You yeah. Know? Say Brett's going to run that all-star race with no spotters. He wrecks off a of turn four. No, you know, uh, I'm going into turn three or whatever or down the backstretch. I have no idea. Still coming. 
still going, no idea. I get off of turn four, and I'm full throttle, and he's sitting in the racetrack. I already got his belt undone, getting ready to get out, and I blast him. Yeah, it's over. And to, to TJ's point of that story, NASCAR has multiple spotters around the track. Okay, yeah. so they have one on the roof with us. They have one in turn one, one in turn two, one down the back stretch, blah, blah, blah. They don't always see the wrecks as quick as we do. So you would say, oh, well, and, and to, to TJ's argue his point, well, NASCAR is going to throw the yellow. You'll know in time. There are some times where it's yeah. seven, eight seconds after the caution, and you'll hear us say on the radio, spin behind you, no yellow yet. NASCAR hasn't seen it. We'll run for five or six more seconds. And a lot of times they're on top of it, but to yeah. TJ's point – we help these guys stay safe. So this is just and they, NASCAR helps us, and we help NASCAR because they monitor us, and they hear one of us say, spin in turn three. Yeah. They know to look that way real quick if they're monitoring us as well. And not, and we hear NASCAR, look, turn four, so we all look. We I look, mean, yeah. An accident happened at Bristol a handful of years ago with um, – with one of uh with Kevin, you if you look away, you can as soon as you look away from a corner, a guy can wreck there. And it, if you look back four seconds later, you gotta remember that guy that was on the front stretch is now coming off turn two almost. Yeah. So it's that fast. Yikes. Yep. With that, we are gonna take a quick break. Hey, Junior Nation, Exalta has you covered this weekend at Bristol. For updates all weekend on the number eighty eight team, follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. You know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. personal. All right. We're going into fast lane, boys. What's fast lane? I am going to give you Rebuttal. guys a topic to debate because you are very good at that. All right. All right, TJ, you're going first. Okay. Ready? Last week, NASCAR announced the new all-star format. This includes the optional use of softer tires. How do you think teams will use this tire, and will some teams opt to not use it? I don't think you will not use a softer tire. I think if it's softer, it's faster, and you're going to use it. I, uh, uh, you know, hey, it's something different. Let's try it. See if it works. It's better than the, it's better than not changing anything. You know, let's keep trying different stuff. I want to make an all-star race. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. Teams are going to use this tire. It's going to be faster. It's going to be a lot faster on the early side of the run. Here's my thing. Why can't we make all tires soft? and yeah. make them all last forever. I, I don't want to see a hard tire anywhere that we go. So I'm, I'm a big fan of hopefully this softer tire experiment. Goodyear gets more confidence in their ability to make this tire and make it last. They don't want to put a product on the racetrack that's blowing tires, but we want to see a race. Yeah, I want to, I want to see – I want a softer tire, and I want a shorter segment at the end there where – does the leader stay out? Does the leader pit? I want him to think about, man, well, should we pit here or should we try to win this race? Oh, man, 10th on back, pitted, we're done. And did you see what they're doing? So so the open yeah. is a 50-lap race. Three drivers transfer in. Seems a little bit much. Yeah. Okay, it's supposed then, to be just the winner. Yeah. Should well, be just the winner. Well, now it's three winners. It's three segment winners plus, I guess, a fan voter. We oh, on that. so everybody's yeah. in the big race. Pretty much. So, <laughs> boom, we get in the big race. Now, this race is 70 laps, 20, 40, 60, 10, right? 20 lap segments, three times, then 10 lap at the end. If you come in and get softer tires, you have to start behind everybody that doesn't get softer tires. So, if you come in with your pit stop and you come out fourth and the two guys behind you have put on hard tires, you now have to start seventh because those two guys get to pass you or sixth. Yeah. So, it's <clears> – <throat> 
That's interesting. It's thank God Brad Keselowski didn't come up with the rules because we all saw how that happened last year. But <laughs> I think they're I think they're trying an experiment with tires that hopefully we see good results. Well, I think whatever they do, they need to sit down and think about how guys are going to play this. Like now, the big thing is playing the. Um, last year they rode around. If you won, you rode around half throttle, yeah. saved your tires. Now with these stages, basically if you're leading the fi- the second stage and the caution comes out with 10 laps before the end of the stage, you are you're in trouble. Yeah. Because everyone behind you from about fifth on back is going to pit. Not a fan of this elimination crap that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're only going to let 10 guys run that final segment. Seems, seems crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, whatever. How long is the final segment? Ten laps. Uh, ten cars, ten laps would be fine. But uh, the bigger the field, the better, though. I like I like the fact that the guys, you know, two guys are racing for the elimination spot. They're going to be gouging a little bit, which right. I like. I like putting the pressure on the drivers. I like that, too. Three-time F1 world champion Lewis Hamilton said that he wants to race in the Daytona 500. If this happens, do you think he would be competitive, <laughs> TJ? Well, or Brett? Brett's, Brett's turn. Brett's turn. Negative. Can't read. Here's the thing about this question. Would he be competitive in the Daytona 500? If he's in a in a B-level car, better? Absolutely. There's not an easier race to run from a parity standpoint in terms of after qualifying, your car's able to keep up. So I definitely think he would be competitive. I'm a fan of his. I would love to see him come in and, and try to run this race. And I know that all the drivers would embrace this if something like this happens. I, on the other hand, think Lewis Hamilton is a badass in Formula 1, but I do not think he would be competitive I've seen many guys that have raced cup cars for numerous years lose it off corners there, and I don't think he's prepared for that. Chase Elliott's first time at Daytona 500, some un- phenomenal talent. What's he do? Rex by himself out of turn four. Lewis Hamilton is not ready. D- Talladega would be a better place for him to start, in my opinion. We were in Nashville a few years ago. They did Sound and Speed, a big charity event there, and Lewis Hamilton was here testing the Austin track. We were all in Nashville, had no idea. We're in a place called The Stage. Clint Boyer, Casey Kane, a lot of, a lot of cup drivers are in there. Lewis Hamilton walks in looking for these guys, wanted to say hello, wanted to talk with them. Mike Helton was in there. I've never seen drivers more starstruck when I got another, another person really? walked in. Oh, my God, they were in heaven. So I think it would be, again, a big, big deal if a guy like I mean, We've seen Montoya come out of F1 and get here and struggle. I mean, he ran good at plate tracks. Road course is indie, but it, to TJ's point, yes, it's hard, but I still think he can run the Daytona 500. I watched Kimi Raikkonen come yep. over here and run a Kyle Busch truck, who who's usually fairly competitive, great, great truck, and looked like he he looked terrible yeah. at Charlotte. Yeah. You know, that's different than that's different than Daytona, but way harder. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, the same concept. If you to me, if you can, you're either a road racer. That's way different type road racing yeah. to me. Yeah. But yeah. those guys are ridiculously good too at that stuff. What is your favorite thing, least favorite thing about stage racing so far in 2017, TJ? Um, the fact that if you're leading or near the front in the second stage, or you're pretty much uh, a sitting duck for the third stage. You, you, you know, I, I don't like, I don't know. It's it's going to be hard to ever fix. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't like the fact that Ryan Blaney had dominated that race, won the second stage, and got put 20 something after that. My favorite thing is more cars on the lead lap. I think if you're trying to sell sponsorship. You can't do that if you're not able to finish on the lead lap. So that's that's definitely my favorite thing in terms of competition. My least favorite thing is guys like Ryan Blaney not getting a chance in, in younger series and the other series to be able to pack the practice hot green flag stops. That hurt him in the race. He had a bad, bad pit stop after the fact. So these guys that don't have experience by the time they get to the cup level, their first time pitting our green is going to be in a cup race. They're going to get their ass kicked. 
Alright, now I can go to my favorite thing, which is exactly what happened at Martinsville. You had a guy that saved his race because he moved the leader up the track to get a lap back. Basically, and he finished top, what he finished, top six or seven or something? He came back with a top ten in that race. Probably because he made that move on Kyle Busch. Yeah, it cost Kyle Busch second, but that's the type of stuff that this day's racing it, it brings up on us. Yeah. Kyle Busch moved Ricky Stenhouse, and Ricky Stenhouse ran him back down and moved him and made Kyle not win the second segment. But Ricky was also not going to get the lucky dog either because right. Austin Dillon was getting ready to be it. Right. So Ricky saved himself. Yes. Possibly his race. Absolutely saved it. So. Did you guys forget the format of this part of the show? No. You just Were hush you adding up. four other rebuttals? We're just, well, it's a special show. The off-the-wall topic. WrestleMania recently occurred in Orlando, Florida. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Bretsky. Woo! The Nature Rick Boy. <laughs> there is only one wrestler that can be called a Nature Boy. He came out in $10,000 robes. Holy sh... What? He has the best one-liners ever. Yeah. Ever. Space Mountain, oldest yep. ride in the park, but I still longest got the longest line. line. Be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! I was more of a fan of, uh, there was a tandem duo. I was never a big wrestling fan, but I liked the Bushwhackers back in the day. You remember them two guys? Yeah, yeah. I liked the Bushwhackers, and then, of course, I liked the Rock. Who was so. that guy that used to kiss you his muscles and say, like, Papa Pump or whatever? The big Papa Pump <laughs> is your hookup. Holla, if favorite. you hear me. That's what what was some said. other? There was Macho Man, Randy Sapp. Was there a midget? I don't call a what? big midget. I was a big Ricky Steamboat <laughs> fan, Ric Flair, Road Warriors. Yeah, you guys I, like um, the uh, Hulk Hogan. Totally Blanchard. Well, see, Hulk Hogan was WWF. Yeah. we didn't watch oh. that down here. We watched NWA, so we didn't start watching that until God. We were probably in high school when gotcha. the Hulk. I did love The Rock, though, man. Andre His... the Giant, like that was all oh, WWF. Yeah, Andre the Giant. Yeah. What was the? There was a little kid, something. The one, two, three kid. Maybe Xbox. Yeah, I can't remember. The Rock always had a lot of good one-liners yeah, too. Man, awesome. can you smell? La 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 yeah. the Rock is cooking. No, your damn roll, jabroni. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stone Cold, he's awesome Steve too. Austin. Oh yeah, that was yeah. he'd always break the beer. Goldberg. Uh, yeah. There's so many good ones, but my my I, my youth was Ric Flair, man. The Four Horsemen. God. That one dude killed himself. Chris Benoit. Yeah, Chris Benoit. That's yeah. right. So. Uh, well, Those guys, man. We, that, the amount of uh, their damage to their body tortured. and their brain. Uh, and they, they're constantly – so they don't regulate steroid use, right? I think they do now. They think, do, honestly? I, I, even though it's not a real – I'll tell you what they don't I'll regulate. Call them athletes. They I haven't known some of them like, guys, and I, mean, I hate to say it, but they don't regulate pain pills. And they have to have them because their bodies are beat to crap. Just, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, God, just taking a beating day in and day out. Insane. We're mad, gonna, mad props. We're going to go into some more Ask DBC for the guys here. You ready? Brett, at Copeland Zach asks, thoughts on the sticky stuff used on the track at Bristol? Should more places try things like it? You know, I, I see the, the sticky stuff, and I, and I see it all on the bottom groove. And, and I guess the weird thing is we've seen the groove at Bristol go to the top. So these guys unload, they're going to all run the bottom. And then they're going to all run the middle, and then they're going to all run the top after they get it blown off. Okay, so by the time you get to run the top, guess what's going to happen? That sticky stuff on the bottom, it's going to already be worn out. It's almost like they should have put a little bit in the middle and a little bit more on the bottom, and and maybe even do it right before the race starts. I don't know, but I, I don't think it's going to fix what it's not going. Nothing is going to bring back the old Bristol, not unless we run the bottom. But we run the bottom, we don't have a problem. So, I don't know. Fastest ways around the top. You're gonna go around the top. Yeah, 
I do some of the old like if you watch a I've watched a couple um seen a couple Twitter highlights of uh, old races there. Man, there were some good ones. I watched Jeff move uh, Rusty Wallace one time for the win. You see Big E try to wreck uh, the five. He did wreck him. But Terry. Yeah, yeah. I remember that car driving into victory lane with the water spraying out of it still. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. They were booing Dale Earnhardt. Oh, yeah. Day. They were pissed. People were yeah. mad. They were mad. We didn't used to have the tunnel that you guys have to be able to leave. Oh, really? So, for whatever reason, we had already been wrecked that day, and I was just hanging out on the infield in the trailer. And when it happened, yeah, we were stuck there. I mean, there in Marksville <laughs> – when you got there, you were done. Yeah. You weren't leaving. It's like so. a local short track. You, you get to the infield, you're there until that race is over. Yeah. Yeah. That was no worse place. Right? Anyway, it was. I love old bump and runs. Yeah. At cool. Cornwit asks, which age brackets get more total wins in 2017? Drivers in their 20s or their 40s? <sighs> yeah. We're skipping 30s, huh? <laughs> we don't matter. I mean, it's going to be hard not to say the 40s still. <sighs> How old's Keselowski? No, he's 30s. 33. So Logano's 20s. Some. Yeah, he's the late 20s. So no, you'll... he's not late. I bet he's like 26. No he way. Older. He ain't old. Google it, I think Josh. he's older than that. I bet he's 26, 27. I'm going 27 or 8-ish. I got to say guys in the 40s. I mean, you still I got know. Harvick. You still got Jimmy. You still got Matt. You got yeah. a bunch of badasses. That's, you know, again, this youth 27. movement. 27. The youth, mo- youth movement, they try to force it down your throats. But guys in the 40s are still selling tickets and putting eyeballs on, on yeah. TV sets. Those are the class. You know, those are like all those guys we just mentioned wrestlers, man. Those are the top. Those are our top guys. And you can't ever count out Jimmy Johnson and, and Harvick. Harvick's been fast. You got a lot of guys in that group still that know how to get it done. Yeah. At Sminer15 asks, which driver currently racing do you think would make the best spotter? And which do you think would make the worst? <laughs> oh. Clint. <laughs> ADD. <laughs> he wouldn't even watch. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, look, lightning. Oh, are you okay? <laughs> look over there. Yeah, I got to say Clint would make a good one. I got to agree with that. If he pays attention. Yeah, if he's not uh, I'm like... going with Clint's not going to pay attention. Them mile and a half when it gets strung out, what's Clint going to do? Nah, he, yeah. he needs one of them things that you spin in your hands to keep you occupied or something, like yeah. a counter or something. He can keep counting. He would need therapy. <laughs> yes. I think uh, they're still racing right here. You'd have to tap on his shoulder. Still hey. racing. <laughs> Still I racing. Think you need a handler. Any of those guys we just mentioned, once they got into the flow of it, though, they might not be the best right away. But once you get somebody like, um, once you get somebody like Jimmy or, uh, or even Dale Jr. or Matt, once that that know where the fast ways are, Harvick would probably be a great spotter if he wasn't screaming. Um, you know, the, those guys that know where the speed is and can actually, but they got to figure out what it looks like instead of being inside the car. We know what it looks like. They know what it to drive it like. So they're going to have to figure that out. Here's the thing. Any former driver that is on the roof spotting, either A, wasn't a good driver, or B, didn't make enough money. These guys <laughs> that we're talking about, they're never going to spot. They're, they're not going to have to do that. They're not going to have to. No. Yeah. At no. Robert, have you seen Denny Hamlin's new house? Holy crap. It's 30,000 square foot. It's Homeboy, he could, he could spot and not afford to pay his power bill of that place. Yeah. So, yeah, I think their tax bracket's a little bit different than the bit. spotter piece. I well, think they'll be fine. And he put his Daytona 500 car in his living room. Yeah, because he can. Who wouldn't? Trampoline room. I mean. Full court indoor basketball. Why didn't I get rich parents? I'm just, Well, <laughs> Brett's going to buy it when Denny sells it, so. Yeah. 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 At Robert underscore Jones underscore 28 asks, what do you think it says about the state of F1 with Alonzo making an Indy 500 run instead of Monaco? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, these are – Monaco is a prestigious race, but maybe Alonzo 
didn't feel like he had as good of a shot to win Monaco. And he, this is like when you come to run the Indy 500 is big, field. huge man. Yeah. So and Daytona 500, those are huge races, like Super Bowls. So yeah. if you got a chance to run them in a competitive car, you probably want to do it. I think on an international front, Monaco is obviously bigger. But in terms of the way we appreciate motorsports here in America, I think the Daytona 500 is number one. Indy 500 is is second. It's a distant second, but I think it's uh, I, I think the guy's brilliant for doing it, man. Why not Why not be diverse? You know? I think it might open the door for more to try it too. If he comes over here and has a successful run, and don't get me wrong, yeah. he's going to transfer to that way easier than 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 uh, Lewis Hamilton is going to transfer to a Cup car, the Daytona 500. This guy is going to pick this stuff up. He's going to figure it out. He's going to go through all. They practice for like a month before they race too. So yeah, here's the thing: you could take our top ten guys and you could go put them in their cars, and and they would still be really good drivers. You can At an oval, you can bring their top ten guys. I mean, Kurt Busch had never driven an Indy car. He ran sixth in the Indy 500. If yeah. you took all those top ten Indy car guys with zero experience and put them in a stock car at Indy, oh, they wouldn't run thirtieth. Like extreme yeah. extreme difficulties in terms of what those cars are capable we've seen of that numerous times we've seen guys yeah. go over there and if now if we go to long beach or something like that with a guy kurt he probably wouldn't run six right but if you go to an oval it just translates the yeah. ovals translate much easier from cup to indie than it does from indie to cup yeah great at donald mosley 88 asks is it easier to have the dayglow decals on the roof for super speedway events to spot better <laughs> TJ's car's so freaking bright. He don't I even know. need a can't decal. Miss that, sucker. Listen, that, that Exalta car is gorgeous. So bright. They could honestly just get rid of roof numbers because I don't think I can remember the last time I looked at one. It's uh, if you've got a dull paint scheme, it does help. I mean, honest to God, like if you've got a, a we used to run one with M and M's. It was a gray and white car, and man, until they put that orange day glow on top, I could not find the car in the corners. It was bad. We didn't use binoculars as much as we do now either, but. I still think those numbers look cool. You know, they might. You need, and it, the thing is, even people at home, you need something that pops to make your eye go. I know whose car that is. So I, I still think they're yeah. cool. I, I like reflective numbers too. Like they used to be able to run back in the day. Short tracks can run them locally most of the time, but used to be able to run uh, some really cool reflective numbers. But uh, maybe it's for TV more. I don't know. Maybe you see them on TV more than anything. But most time when you see them on TV, you'd recognize the car before the number. Some paint schemes are hard to pick up. Some are yeah, easy. I mean, we've ran so many of them. The, the Exalta car is ex- exceptional, though. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's crazy because used to you were the same sponsor all year. So you knew your your, your eye got trained to that car. Now we all switch paint schemes so yeah. frequently. You literally are like. Uh, right, you're switching this weekend uh, with, um, from one way into armor. Armor. Yeah, armor car. That's a bright yeah. um, gold flecked car, though. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you look at, you know, Kurt's. 41 Haas car and then Clint's 14 Haas car and then the next week if Clint's running a different one and Kurt's still running you look out there and you're like oh am I Haas or uh oh like you can you can create a sense of panic for a few seconds until you figure it all out sometimes when you go to do an arc or race something you have two team cars they paint them just liking each other and just change the number on them like one will be 65 the other one's 66 and you're like guys did you not think about this like when you're racing like if you're running daytona or something you might want to have a little bit different make one yellow and one orange something yeah we but. got eight minutes to finish the show so Kristen can go to work <laughs> I have a what time call. do you have to leave i have a conference call at 2 30 oh got a hustle you guys got a rant i got a, i got something i want to tj's oh opinion on okay so we look at, at hendrick last week no <laughs> and, 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 and Hendrick and Gibbs had not won a race going into last week. Jimmy fixed that. Surprise, Jimmy Johnson, right? 
Gibbs is struggling, and and I think I'm, I'm curious as to why TJ thinks they're struggling. I look back at you know when we ran this rules package at Kentucky, we ran it at Michigan. They didn't put any effort into it, and all of a sudden they got a new nose. Like I don't think. Furniture Row is behind because Eric Jones is top 10 every week. Martin Truex is leading laps. But Joe Gibbs Racing is certainly not what they were last year. Yeah, I don't um, – I think with Jimmy running for the championship, a lot more focus went to that right then too is because he was – obviously won the championship. But more fo- as it got closer, more focus went into it. But I don't – I feel like we've been competitive as far as like – I think the 88 has a top seven car every week, but we just haven't had much of a chance to show it. Um, yeah. As far as uh, – Casey still quietly. He's had he had a uh, mechanical We're problem last Gibbs. week. We're talking about Gibbs. Oh, I thought you said like, Hendrick. No. Kristen, help me. Sorry, I can't. I thought it's you said Hendrick. I said TJ what do you? Uh, I said well, what do you think is wrong with Gibbs? Why are they so off? I think it's uh, pretty much like you said. They, I think I feel like they put a lot of focus into last year, and they thought they were that much better that they would get to this year and translate better. And now they're struggling. Yeah. So I don't mind. I don't know if they're exactly struggling as much as people. I mean, they're still fast. Matt's wrecking a lot. Suarez He's had can't, some bad luck. Suarez can't finish on the lead lap. Well, Kyle has contended to win a race or two. Suarez is going to have them ups and downs like that. Haven't and seen haven't seen the Denny Hamlin of old yet. No. They're, they're per car. The eighteen. Denny's is, been bad. The like, eighteen is close. Everybody else is not even. You think in it's the, the new format? Does that have race? anything to do with it? No, they just don't, don't. They're not running where they normally are running. Yeah. You look at the top ten. There's like one Gibbs car there now. Not. It's not like. It's not second, fourth, and eighth. It's now it's like seventh. You got to question how long will they keep this alliance with Furniture Row? Maybe it's forever, but the two Furniture Row cars are constantly kicking their tails. It's hard to believe that I can give you the ammunition to fight me with, and you're going to beat me. How much longer am I going to keep giving you that ammo? Yeah, and especially with well, number one, they're probably going to keep it up until they make a make a spot for their driver over there, Eric Jones, because they're going to want him to keep running good. You know, after Eric, I can maybe see something changing there, but until a seat opens up for Eric, which I don't know, there's a Gibbs announcement this week, right? Is there? Yeah, I thought there was a JGR announcement this week. Maybe there's not. I, I haven't seen it, but if it is, it'll come out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, when I think, and I don't know when exactly a seat's going to open up for that. It, it, does Carl come back before Eric gets a seat? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. that'll be on our silly season talk here, which will start. A couple yeah. months. Just always fires off around Charlotte, so we're only a month yeah. away. I cannot believe it's almost May. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. Brett is kicking TJ's ass <laughs> in the DBC <laughs> picks. Score? Five to two. Hello. Brett you know what sucks? Texas with Logano. What sucks is I lead, like, majority of it, and then at the end I'm like, I'm a son closer. of a gun. I'm a closer. I'm, like, four <laughs> positions behind him. <laughs> closer. It's ridiculous. You All play right. hockey, we're I play baseball. We're going to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still playing hockey, I guess. TJ, Jeez. you have two minutes to make a pick because i got to go upstairs. Oh, then I'm going to use one minute, 59 seconds. <laughs> Hope you know who you want. I do. Is um, that a buffalo on your shirt? I'm probably, it I'm is. I'm probably going to make a mistake here, but I'm going to do it anyway. You go first, though. Well, you never know what's going to happen here. Yeah. This is where the it's like this is where someone like Landon Castle with a, with a lucky dog and a, and a caution at the right can time. Can finish eight. Can finish top ten. Yeah. So Get the but, top on a couple restarts. Exactly. Yeah. So this is why I'm going to go with Stenhouse. 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 He is top five for that place recently, and he's going to continue it. I think Ricky's a good pick. I'm going to go with a guy that can't stop finishing second, except Larson. for that time he won. And I think this is his best track. Who? Kyle Larson. Oh, yeah. I like I like Kyle on the fence this weekend. Yeah, that's a good pick. Solid. Oh, how do you, oh, really, that's a good pick. He's only finished second. How do you say it's not a good pick? <laughs> well, that's a good pick. He finishes second every week. That's a brilliant pick. 
She likes my picks. That's fine. I'm going to save Larson for later on when I need that extra bonus there. Hey, uh, Bristol, this is where we went to the Hooters last year. Yeah, and we met all of your for the cousins slash friends and we for all, the wings. Yeah, for the wings. My, my Marine buddies came by. And, and I must uh, have had eight gluten-free beers. And I got so sick the next day, not from the alcohol, but there was so much sugar in it yeah. that it made my stomach so sick. Yeah. I don't know how you survive. We There's there too much like sugar and stuff. Were what? we there for like four hours, it yeah. felt like? Okay, a couple that's shit probably. changes. Yeah. Good old Hooters. <laughs> and it's going to rain this time. Well, it's that's right next a, to our hotel. That's a lot of wings. You got to stay at the Red Roof Inn again? No. <laughs> Last year. So I got bed bugs in that place. <laughs> I know you did. And Remember, there was blood I came in here and I was ate up. Dave Allen's sheets had blood on them. Oh. You there was a murder. There was a murder there. Our crew chief. Poor crew chief. Oh, no. Are you sure? There was like dirt and blood on the uh, uh, maybe, uh-oh, uh-oh. the ironing board. That's I, who irons in a hotel I anyway. Iron. We do because I wear like a polo. Or Can you iron for me if I ever need something? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll iron for you. Because like when I iron one side, it looks real good, and when I turn over, it looks like Tim. Yeah, that's when I learned that Will Elliott's bus, um was uh, very valuable because he like brought all the alcohol. Yeah, and He's maybe you should just that. pack wrinkle release, but you're probably allergic to it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your rain boots. Bring, Bring your, rain your rain boots. Bristol, here we come. And your chicken wings. All right, everyone. Leave us a review. And yeah, check it out. Enjoyed. We'll see you after Bristol. It's free to review us as well on That's iTunes. If it you takes send five proof seconds. of a review, we should give yeah. we should give somebody something. Uh, I will send you Brett's socks. <laughs> My socks are awesome. America. America. Got them from Cloud River. Yeah. Josh is going to take care of anybody that sends a review in that they've done. Okay. Josh is going to send them a signed picture of himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can make we Josh <laughs> keep the goalies in play for you. Mm-hmm. Oh god, all of them. Uh, we don't need any rumors. You need Look at the time. <laughs> I got to go jump on a call. Olla, we're out. Olla. Peace. Listening to Dirty Mo Radio.